Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay. Here's a quick little joke for the smoking hot dads. Drinking Bud Lights and wearing lots of plaid. Looking so fine and those crispy slacks. You're the whole damn man. Lots of gluten-free snack. How you doing, champ? Good. Let's see what's under that hood. Turn the thermostat up. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network, a fine network. It's Wednesday, February 16th. I'm Jay Skeets, and alongside me, as always, we got Tass Mellis. What's up, everybody? What's up, Tassie? We got our top shot hot boy, Trey Kirby. Hey-o! Hey-o! International man of mystery, taking it to the Max Lielis. Friends. Mm. Finally making the magic happen, super producer JD. Hello. There he is. Here we are. Shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube. We are oh so close to 50,000 subs. We're looking for what? 350 heroes. That's right. Wow. We're getting really close. So like the video, comment away, and uh, share the show with your friends. Email in your NBA questions to nodunksattheathletic.com. I promise that we might be stepping on the beach today, but I think we're going to do it tomorrow. Or maybe even Friday. At some point this week, maybe. We'll be stepping on beach. So uh, send in your questions and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok at No Dunks Inc. Um, go to the solo shot, JD. I'm wearing a shock collar. Oh. Yes, it's a pick 'em, pay off <laughs> type of day. Oh, baby. <laughs> Not excited about this one, but here we are. Um, I've owned a couple. I've owed a couple payoffs for a while now. Yeah, this so. one's for last year, yeah. I guess. Yeah, for I mean, last I'm kill- season, I'm killing it this month. But here I am, uh, still paying these off. I did the uh, the biking. What about a month or so ago? So here's this one. So, so we made it a good one, I think. I mean, yeah, you made it one. You might kill me. Nah, I guess is that a good nah. one? Uh, yeah, well, that's a good one. So I've got the dog shot collar on here. And by the way, don't do this at home. You know, hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Uh, don't do this at home. I think we're gonna be okay. JD has the controls. Yes. I didn't trust. Especially you. Uh, I did not want to be in charge. Yeah, man. so JD's got the liable. button. <laughs> I, of course, I'm going to have n- no idea when JD's pressing it. Should we make sure? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was fake. Give him another buzz. <laughs> I literally was going to say, should we test to make sure it works? It works. I felt uh, that. Um <laughs> It lasts a little longer than one would think. It's not as like, boom, it's not as sudden. It like sustains that little electricity uh, coursing through yeah. my neck. It's it's designed to get a dog's attention <laughs> while the dog is doing what it's not supposed Lee, to do. Lee, I need a so treat. Dumb. Feed me a treat. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we'll, uh, I don't know, have some fun with this. Or at least you guys will enjoy this. If you haven't subscribed to No Dunks at this point on YouTube, what the hell is wrong with you? I'm going to be like being electrocuted throughout this entire show here. Yeah, uh, drop a lightning bolt in the chat anytime uh, you think Skeets is deserving of a shock or uh, has been shocked. 50,000 subscribers as soon as you click you're gonna get a shock through the internet this I mean I I thought this was gonna be the case the shock sucked like I I jolted I'm going to react to it when it happens 
but it's not knowing when it's coming. Yeah. I can't even, with the JD set up, he's got his giant monitor, he's got a million cables and cameras in front of him. I can't even see out of the corner of my eye when he's like getting ready to click it because he's always just pressing buttons over there. Anyway. So <laughs> right. I think that's the worst part, but all right. He probably has we'll multiple remotes too. He's got one fakey. Maybe we have ones in our pocket. Who knows? Oh, I mean, diabolical. <laughs> yeah, amazing. <laughs> Sent them to the uh, stream teamers at home. They can somehow can operate. Uh, all right, well, let's pay off this pick em. You're, um, you're a good sport so far. Well, so far. We'll see. Uh, let's get into <laughs> last night's games. Every word I say, it could be coming, and I hate it. Uh, Giannis pours in 50 50 points to lead the Bucks. <laughs> I knew he was going to do it too. Uh, pours in 50 to lead the Bucks past the Pacers. 128, 119. I can smell something burning. I God, think. Uh, that's your be, hair. Might be yeah. my neck hair. Uh, uh, that's your cologne. You smelled great when I put that on you. Oh, couple, thank you. A couple minutes ago. Uh, it's it, actually, uh, no, it's, uh, it's, it's residue cologne on this sweater that I wore a couple days ago. Okay. Just nice. decided not to wash it. I'm serious. I love a residue cologne. Uh, Trey, get us started here, Giannis, with the 50 piece, my man. Resi- is residue a, a Calvin Klein <laughs> scent? Oh, Ooh, yeah. Residue. It sounds like one. Leftover from last night. I said on yesterday's show that if the season ended yesterday, Joel Embiid would probably win the MVP. Somebody called Dr. Dre and Eminem because I was acting like I forgot about Giannis. Yep. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't forget about him. And he reminded us last night. The East is still going through Milwaukee. Guaranteed 50 points on 21 shots for Giannis Antetokounmpo last night. This might have been the easiest 50-point game in NBA history. Like, I know he took a lot of free throws, but it seemed like every basket he made, it was just Giannis in the lane out there. And honestly, like, he was being guarded by Gogo Bataze and Mm -hmm. Terry Taylor. So shout out to him throwing 50 on those guys, because you should throw 50 on those guys. He did. This is only the 12th time in NBA history that a player has scored 50 or more points on 80% shooting or better. (laughs) That's right. Wilt Chamberlain numbers. Mm. Eat your heart out, DeMar DeRozan. 19 of those points came in the fourth quarter for Giannis. That's the fifth or the fourth time in his career, 50 points. And here's the crazy thing to me. Giannis is leading the league in scoring right now. (laughs) 29.4 points per game. He's got a great seat at the MVP table. Like, he doesn't have the buzz that Jokic has. He doesn't have the buzz that Embiid has. Don't say buzz. (laughs) Don't do that. You're not going to be a dick. Uh. (laughs) But he doesn't, you know, because we kind of expect it from Giannis. The guy had a 50-point game in the finals, and the the thing you keep hearing is like, oh, his first 50-point game from the finals. Like, they just fall off of trees. But for Giannis in this game, it kind of fell off a tree, and he just went out and completely dominated the Pacers. So, great stuff. Stuff. Love to see Giannis having a game like that. And he even knew what was going on. He was hitting jumpers. He finally got his basket to score 50 points. Hit us with a 5-0. It's nice to score <laughs> an amount of points that you can fit on your hands. Mm. Nobody wants 39. It looks ridiculous. Uh, that one to get him the 50, the handles, the step back, or maybe not a step back, but a sort of just uh, you know sidestep, raise mm-hmm. up and swished it as clean as anything. That shot is just looking so good out there. The 18 free throws as well, 14 for 18. Had so many similarities to that game seven in, in terms yeah. of just, you know, total and utter dominance and stepping to the line and knocking them down. I'm going to say it. The Bucks are better with Giannis. You know, the wow. night before they lost, they lost to the Portland Trailblazers. Giannis back out there. They're a much better team. But now it does look a little bit more bigger picture here for the Bucks because game and a half back for the Bulls and the Heat. The Heat lost last night. The Bulls have won four straight. Feels like the Bulls, though, are, are probably going to stutter a little bit just because of the Zach Levine injury. Maybe not, but even if they don't, if Giannis is healthy and, and happy along this, uh, uh, you know, after the All-Star break here, 
I do think the Bucks probably ultimately right. get that number one spot in in the Eastern Conference because they're just a, a, a damn good team, and he's uh, he's playing. <laughs> no, I mean, these are obvious things that I'm saying here, but you, you're seeing Giannis like. You know, he's won the two MVPs. He's already done that. He's defensive player. He's a champion. But now he's just sort of starting to really develop that shot with more confidence. I mm-hmm. mean, it's unguardable. Yeah. So, um, yeah, great stuff. They're playing against a team that's got nothing to play for, really, here, the Pacers. This so, was a game, though, too. They, they this wasn't like close, a 50-point... Yeah you know, performance in a real big no. blowout. It was like a four-point game, like, early in the fourth quarter, yeah. like eight minutes to go. Buddy had a great game, had 36 over. points yeah. there. But, uh, yeah, the, the, it, that was, again, when you're a champion, you know you can just sort of, like, keep that other team at bay and then close it out. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks turned it on when they needed to. A weird game because they allowed the Pacers to shoot 50%. Could have easily lost this game. The mm-hmm. Pacers were 8 of 19 from the free throw line. So if they hit some free throws... <laughs> They win this game. Maybe, yeah. Uh, and so a very strange outcome. The Bucks, I'm sure, upset at themselves for allowing 119 points to this Pacers team. Yeah, Buddy had a great game. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton doing his thing since he's come over. But Giannis with the 50-point game and would be his first scoring title if he does win this whole thing. He's never been the scoring champion. Was he the scoring leader before yesterday when he dropped 50 and Joel dropped 19? Did they flip-flop? I'm not sure because he's Probably. at 29 points. I think they did, actually. Yeah. I think so, too. Uh, so it, it's cool to have on the resume. It's cool to be bolded on the basketball reference as the <laughs> season leader. He's 29.4. Joel's 29.3. LeBron's right at 29. So it's it's neat to have it on there. Just what The neatest thing is 21 shots. To get 50 points. Yeah. Uh, and that's the most badass thing. And I think what's good for them is you had Serge Ibaka, the guy that came over at the trade deadline, their big acquisition while Brooke Lopez is trying to get back healthy. Back-to-back nights, he played 30-plus the first night and 20-plus minutes the second night. For a guy everyone considers old and past his prime, he's still in his early 30s. If he can do that, I think... Uh, it's, it's clear that his body is able, anyways, to chip in. And, and we saw some good defensive plays over the last couple nights. So I think that's the most positive thing. And, yeah, it's just rolling. Yeah, sorry, Goga. Sorry. Sorry, Goga. Terry Jalen Smith got a couple I saw, too, there. New Pacers. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite part of this whole thing, the NBA have their YouTube vid up of Giannis scoring 50. It's titled this. <laughs> what? What's that? <laughs> no, it's Shocking stuff oh, yeah, from yeah. Giannis Antetokounmpo. No, it was titled, uh, I forgot I was wearing it for uh, a second. Uh, the guy who ordered nuggets dropped another 50 piece. That's what they labeled the video. <laughs> of course, uh, yeah, like you said, oh, off of the uh, Chick-fil-A 50-piece in the finals, right. memory went, you know, not 51, not 49, 50 exactly. That's what they called the, that's what they called the video. <laughs> well done. <dude. laughs> I'm just trying to think like someone's in there. Giannis, 54. It literally James says six. the yeah. guy who ordered nuggets dropped another 50. I, I That's mean, my I, part. a couple of weeks ago, he had chicken wings after a, a game. I yeah, can't right. Remember. I right. thought, so I'm thinking, oh, I thought it was wings and not nuggets, but uh, okay, they're going right. deeper. But yeah. Okay. yeah, a 50 piece, but some people want to call it a, a 50 burger. Or, do you like it for the, the Chick fil A version yeah, of the, the nuggets? Bur- or, oh, oh, do you like the burger part of Actually, is it a 50 piece or a 50 burger? I'm not sure. <laughs> I go burger. I think I go burger. That's a good poll. Yeah. Which one do like people like more? They both sound great. I mean, what do you like? Uh, burger? Uh, burger? Burger? burger I, as soon as you say burger, I think I associate it with nothing burger. I associate it with something <laughs> negative. So it's got to be a piece for me. Like okay. a burger? No, it's got to be... Well, just makes, yeah, there's 50, you can get 50 nuggets too. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot more burger. sense. That part. Yeah. But, all right. 
Mm. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can order a 50 piece. You can order, you can a, 50 order a 50 burger. Oh, no, one's, no one's trying. <laughs> <laughs> they take a burger and cut it up into 50 pieces. Okay, that's a funny bit. Like a drive up to a drive thru. Yeah. I'll have the 50 burger. Just see what they say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, our next game. Uh, this was the first game on TNT. It was a blowout. It was over in a hurry. Jalen Brown led the streaking Celtics to the blowout win over the 76ers. Boston, the Beantown boys are hot, Tess. It's amazing. Uh, it was obviously a, a blowout, so that made it strange. The other thing that made it strange was James Harden sitting on the bench for the Philadelphia 76ers, sitting at home on the bench after press conference, after practicing with his team. That was the weird thing to me. He was in a shoot-around, then he told Doc Rivers, hey, I want to get some reps. Let me play with the second team and the third team because I literally I need to get reps with this team. But when his team needed him that night, chilling. He's already declared he's not playing until after the All-Star break. He also said in that press conference, after after All-Star, it's go time. <laughs> they could use him right now. Uh, and he knows his body, and he's, he's obviously played through. He's never subscribed to load management. He's a tough yeah. dude. True. But... Some strange stuff happening there. I, I thought some strange wardrobe too. Yeah, whatever he was wearing with the the sleeveless suit. I I don't know. I mean, it's a sleeveless suit, but also like bare arms under it. It looked like he was. A, he had sleeves, didn't he? Yeah. Well, it was a pink. But it so was, it was like, a pink sleeveless blazer, for lack of a better term. You know, right? And then underneath it was brown. Like so, yeah, it was I like two was different layers. Brown, I thought it was all one thing. I thought oh, like I maybe. thought the giant shoulder pads jacket was attached to the brown sleeves. Mm. Like, look, I don't know what's you going could be on. Right. I don't know. You totally could I know be it right. looked like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, you, you had that shirt ripped off once in the show. The sleeves ripped off, didn't you? Remember that show? Yeah, that, that's kind of what it looked like. Someone just ripped the sleeves <laughs> off his, and yeah. that was what he was wearing underneath. It was a, it was a funky old look he had going on. Anyway, there. he's and not he, playing and no, they could have used him. They could have used him yeah. whether he was wearing that or a jersey. If he was on the floor, uh, it would have been a big difference. But they obviously missed Seth Curry who went to the Brooklyn Nets as a ball handler I figured Tyrese Maxey would be the sort of the go-to guy to kind of take over but uh, that didn't happen they're trying to do it by committee and against this Boston Celtics team that was playing straight up against everybody that didn't work because they were showing a second body against Joel Embiid but Al Horford who was starting for uh, Robert Williams at center was doing a good job playing him one-on-one and then Daniel Tice came in and played backup minutes Mm -hmm. and then it was just they were just too far back uh, to make this a game whatsoever, and nobody took over as the perimeter guy. Uh, you know, we'll get to the James Harden press conference a little later, but he's happy to be the only solo act perimeter scorer on this team. <laughs> he's that's what he's happy to be. Anyways, on the other side, the Boston Celtics. It's wild that they're six in the East, or three and a half back of the first seed after winning nine in a row. It was 40 days ago. They were three games under 500, and now they are absolutely rolling because they do it by committee, and they have changed. And anybody out there in terms of uh, those talking heads that say, oh, and there's, they play too much iso ball, it's obviously extremely different now. Everybody uh, gets a touch. Everybody gets a piece, and uh, they love playing defense. Unfortunately, one of their best defenders, defenders Marcus Smart, mm. turned his ankle. It looks like he'll be out for a while, but... You know, they have the Pistons tonight, and then they don't have another game until Thursday of next week. So 
you know, you know, maybe they can survive. Marcus Smart is a tough dude, so. Uh, but that's Derek when White that's when their in. season sort of turned around and they got going again. It's when Marcus Smart returned, uh, and then the defense that. went up to that extra level, became the best in the league. You know, he is. He gives them like Draymond Green like defense at the. You know, a perimeter player. Mm-hmm. He's that good, and they're all they're all really good defenders. They are good defenders. I think, um, yeah, I think that part's underrated. Like Tatum's playing the four. They're all tough dudes. Tatum said yesterday after the game, "I'm the strongest guy on this team." You know, he looks thin, uh, but he's a very strong dude. He said him and Al. Al Horford <laughs> oh, are the yeah. strongest guys, but he he can play the four. Jalen Brown's a good defender. Up and down the roster now, they can have Derek White slip in yeah. to the starting lineup. Uh, for Marcus Smart for as long as he's out. What do you think of Boston here? Because they led wire to wire. Yeah. They led by 51 points. They shot 56% from the field and 55% from three. Yeah, a bit of a uh, a bit of a flatliner there for the uh, Sixers last night with James Harden there, the big signing. He had the big press conference. He hit and the bell and everything. He hit the bell and yeah. then they he get He really absolutely... rang that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was going in. Uh, but the Celtics defense, second best in the league right now. Ima Udoka, that's his sort of uh, where he came from San Antonio. Yep. He's like, I want us to be a solid defensive team. Because offensively, about middle of the pack and not a great three-point shooting team. But if you can lock up the other team, especially like they did against the maybe MVP and Joel Embiid last night, that's really where they're going to uh, make their you know make their mark this season. So they've sort of been a bit flying under the radar. Now they've routed off nine straight, probably get ten and uh, go into the All-Star break. Actually, probably a good time just now. Get uh, a rest, reset, and uh, charge for oh, that second why half. Would, why would you want to go into the All-Star well, break when you're on a, maybe a ten-game win streak? You just... You, 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 you're playing well and you're like okay let's have a break and let's get ready for it maybe uh, Marcus Smart comes back I mean there's nothing they can do about it the all-star break's coming anyway <laughs> so. keep playing <laughs> <laughs> yeah well who's playing Tatum's the only only sort of rep I think at all isn't he for the uh, for the Celtics I yep. can't think of anybody else there so but yeah they've snuck uh, snuck along quietly and doing pretty well do you think they'll be able to sustain the sort of win streak they have going if Marcus Smart is out for a couple weeks it looked like a pretty bad ankle sprain I assume he'll miss some games of course yeah I think they can do alright since they got Derek White a bit of a Marcus Smart kind of character and keeps the offense moving side to side as well. So mm-hmm. I think he can step in. I assume he'll probably step into the starting lineup, though. Maybe Peyton Pritchard could get the start so you keep the bench sort of the same. Right. The, but the defense isn't going to fall off, and that's why the Celtics keep winning games here. Al Horford's still a very solid mm-hmm. Joel Embiid defender, yeah. uh, which is pretty weird to think about that the Sixers signed him because it was like, this is the one guy that can stop Embiid, <laughs> so let's get him on our team. Unfortunately, that stopped Embiid a little bit when he was on the Sixers. Now he's back to the Celtics. Holding it down there. 25 threes, though, from Boston. If they shoot that well and play that kind of defense, that's going to be an impossible team to beat uh, come playoff time. My favorite moment in this, though, we saw a clip going around yesterday of Harden at practice with the 76ers. Him, Sam Cassell, and Joel Embiid all talking about Harden's step back, trying to figure out how to do it. So Joel Embiid (laughs) tried it last night, and he traveled right away. Everybody thinks it's easy to do the Harden step back. I guess there's some footwork involved. (laughs) Yeah, it was pretty funny. (laughs) It's like 100 steps. Twitter Twitter was having some fun, and the Sixers getting their asses handed to them with James Harden. You know, he's obviously not playing in the game, but there, and people were, uh, yeah, that clip, the step back, and him ringing the bell in the wardrobe, just like we were. Uh, But Boston, wow. Dominant, dominant victory. Unfortunate for TNT that it was their first game yeah. of the doubleheader. Second one was a lot more entertaining. Uh, let's keep it going here. Five Mavericks score in double figures to... St- ah, that one hurt. Would you crank it up? The f- that one legit hurt. You didn't? I felt like, like someone sort of punched me. JD said, I didn't touch it. I didn't crank it up, but you did touch it. I, I touched it. I turned I turned it on. That was... Uh, maybe it's because we had gone a little bit between buzzes. Uh, anyway. Yeah, keep him coming more often yeah. so that he can stay used to no, it. No, that's oh. not what I mean. Oh. Um... 
five Mavericks score in double mm. figures to snap Miami's streak. Uh, Lee, what did you take away from this one? The uh, Miami Heat <laughs> probably look at this game and thought, we actually executed the game plan defensively, what we were hoping to do. Double-team Luka Doncic, make life difficult for him. He finished with 21 points on 5 of 19 shooting. Problem was... Mavericks in that second half basically said, okay, you know the double's coming, move that ball around, and they just started hitting three, started raining down on them in that third quarter and then finished the game off. And you mentioned the five players in double figures there. Finney Smith had four threes, uh, three for Jalen Brunson, three for Kleber, and also three for Davis Bertans. Yeah, uh, is back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But so this is the thing with the Mavericks. It's like if you do get these contributions from guys – they're a lot better team because Luca. I mean, that defense was so intense on him. And he was pretty good for the most part. Like He didn't turn it over a ton of times, only three times. But there was extra passes, that secondary pass to get that extra look going. And that's what they did against a very good team. Now, no Tyler Hero here for the Heat. And I think you could sort of tell a little bit in their offense is a little bit more stagnant. They didn't get that bump that they get from him coming off the bench. But uh, everyone else was, was great. Kyle Lowry played, Adebayo played, of course, and Jimmy Butler played. So certainly no excuses here for the Miami Heat. Mm -hmm. I mean, most teams have had to deal with, you know, a player or two missing at some point. So they should have won. They led this game. But Dallas came back and uh, was pretty impressive, really, in that second half. I I would have marked this down as a a Heat win pretty comfortably before the game. But uh, Dallas gets it. You agree with them? Yeah, well, the Mavs traded Porzingis and maybe traded a little bit more of their top-level talent for Spencer Dinwiddie uh, and Davis Bertans to have a lot of guys like Dorian Finney-Smith and Jalen Brunson and Maxi Kleber who can hit shots but maybe reduces their ceiling a little bit if Kristaps Sporzingis is himself. Uh, but everybody buying into, hey, Luca's got the ball and then we got to swing that thing around. Spencer Dinwiddie, I thought, was a great, uh, had a really great game because if you look at Luka Doncic's line, he had five shots, just five shots, uh, and he only had six assists, but Spencer did what he is indicative of this style that they're playing. He came off the bench and had five assists himself, almost as many assists as, as Luca, because Luca passed the ball around and Spencer's buying in, and you could see Spencer just just moving the rock. I mean, that's that's all he had to do, and he was pumping his fist, and and people worried about him being a selfish basketball player. But right now, him buying in, Kaliba obviously had a, a, a ridiculously good game. I think it's sort of you know like the Heat, like they're just, they're trying to emulate the Heat, who are supposed to move the ball around. Uh, they definitely miss Tyler Hero, but uh, yeah, these these guys. Uh, Kleba chipping in with five blocks again. That was that was huge. And then Davis Berton. So they they spread it out. If they want to buy, if everybody's buying in, then they've got guys who can make shots like Davis Berton's. Yeah, he had a few threes. He had a dunk. Great meme. I'm not sure who tweeted it initially, but a photo of Davis Berton's who doesn't look like a typical athlete. I guess he's a a, a very tall, skinny man with the, the nerdy caption looking. nerdy looking. Yeah, the he's caption got crazy of crazy hair. Yeah. Yeah, just regular hair, I guess. I mean, it's not even regular. If I saw that like, hair in the wild, I'd be like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Haircut. Just weird. Yeah. It's got Amish vibes, I guess, the hair, right? Yeah. <laughs> Amish vibes. Well, yeah. I mean, that's the best way to describe it, isn't it? <laughs> it's just a short yeah. part, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's like, but it's almost like there's too much of it. Like, it's like it's like a chia pet or something. I don't know. It's got <laughs> a heavy bang. It's like he's got, yeah, he's he's got, got a bangs. Bieber bang. Uh, yeah. Okay, you, yeah. All right. Like an Bieber Amish bang. Bieber. The tweet, though, from Kirk Henderson, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, serious face. Was it Kirk Serious Face? I think so. Okay, yeah. So it's a photo of him. Uh, and uh, the caption is, hello, fellow athletes. As in, as in the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, and then he's smiling up a storm. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't look like an athlete. And then he threw down a big dunk. 
uh, and hit some threes. So everybody happy, obviously. <laughs> first game. They're they're playing their first game. Yeah. So you never right. know how long it's going to last. Uh, but listen, if you buy in, uh, then this is the, this team again. Maybe not. Maybe not the same ceiling with if Porzingis is playing at his best. But it's a different team. It's it's Luca in the band, and everybody just has to chip in, and they did that. It was probably Davis Berton's. I don't know. Second best game this season. <laughs> yeah. Third. Uh, probably he look. He does nothing but shoot. But sometimes he gets hot, and uh, he hit three last night. He got the the breakaway dunk. So if you can get three threes from him off the bench every night, you'll take that. You'll take that. I mean, you just (laughs) want a guy out there playing, you know, and that's the problem with Porzingis is you just don't know when he's playing. So the Mavs didn't make this trade to improve their team. They made this trade to get off Porzingis' contract, Mm -hmm. and they thought, well, let's just see what these guys can offer us. And, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie can be a decent player coming off the bench. And as I say, Bertans, he'll have he'll probably have a game where he scores thirty and hits seven threes. Mm-hmm. But then he might go five games and not hit two threes. How many how many times has Bertans scored over twenty points this season? Three. Once. Mm. Yeah. He had a twenty one point game. Then nineteen, seventeen, fifty. This was like his sixth best game, I guess. Yeah. I wasn't totally. exaggerating that much. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get shots. I mean, if he can't shoot for the Mavericks, he's not going to be able to shoot shit. in the NBA yeah. at this point. He's going to yeah. get these served up nice and tasty. They knocked him down last night, 18 threes. I'm giving the game ball, no doubt, to Kleba, though. I thought he was mm. awesome, especially in the second half. He was catching Jimmy Butler a bunch on switches, doing a pretty solid job. He finished with 19 points and five blocks. Four of the blocks came in the second half. So, yeah, I thought uh, getting him on the court, maybe maybe that's part of the reason, too, is that he just gives the Mavericks exactly what they need and what they're expecting from Porzingis, hitting threes and playing defense. That's what Porzingis mm-hmm. was out there for, except for Kleba actually stays on the court. Uh, his defense on Jimmy Butler in that fourth quarter was incredible. Butler was getting so frustrated because yeah. he couldn't shake him. Kleba was just yep. moving his feet. He's long. You know, he's a little bit taller there. And uh, Jimmy Butler was really, really bothered by him. Let's move to our next game. Town scored 39 as the Wolves beat the Hornets 126-120 in overtime. Um, I can't believe Minnesota won this game. I watched a lot of it. They were down 13 points in the fourth quarter. They lost Anthony Edwards in the second half and overtime, of course. He limped um, to the locker room, really, with a right ankle sprain at the end of the first half, so he didn't see any action in the second half or overtime. And Minnesota shot 13 of 55 (laughs) from three. That's 24, (laughs) sub-24%, and then just 27 of 43 Lee at the free throw Mm. line, which is under 63%, and they somehow won this game mainly because of Carl Anthony Towns. Incredible down the stretch, like... Hitting th- he hit two timely threes in the fourth quarter, hit another one in overtime, had a big block in overtime. Then when they were like, well, we better get out on him, he's just like letting these threes fire away. Uh, you know, bad closeouts. He put a couple little dribbles into the paint and like instead of crashing into somebody and getting an offensive charge, nice little floater, mm-hmm. um, just some nice finishes. Thought it was amazing. He had 39 points and 15 boards. And I was, though, like pulling my hair out, Lee. I don't know if you saw the end of regulation when... This is a close game. I think mm-hmm. it was a one-point game, and there was like 50 seconds ago. Towns had just hit two threes. He is your star player. He's got it going. He's feeling it. What do they do? D'Angelo Russell just takes a three, like a contested three. <laughs> you know, they run like a little pick-and-roll action with Towns. Yeah. He doesn't even really look for him, get him the ball. Okay, you're like, all right, fine. Then, less than 10 seconds ago, chance to win the game in regulation. Russell takes it again. It's yeah. like, what is going on here? Like... On one hand, Russell had a decent game. He had a beautiful pass. Uh, I think it was to McDaniel's cutting back door in overtime. The oop. Yes. Yeah, it was yes. really nice. And he had a good game, 18-11, like fine. But like, come on. Your star player, your all-star, your all-NBA guy 
Get him the ball. Like, yeah. get him the ball. And he should be demanding that's, the ball, too. That's that pisses point. me off. That's my point. Is You kind of know that's D'Angelo Russell. He's done this before. I know, I know. You know, five for 22 last night. Yeah. It's not like he was going, no. you know, shooting real well. But I think more of it has to come from Towns to be like, look at the game I'm having. This is my Just, team. Yeah. I'm getting down deep in the post, wherever. Just give me the ball. And, and that message needs to be communicated from him more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. The, the coach not his teammates, to say to D'Angelo, give me the ball. Yeah, but so, they know. pulled it out in yeah. the end and it didn't matter in a huge game. Uh, Charlotte, by the way, fell to 0-5 in overtime games this season, Yeah, which is <laughs> unfortunate for them. They're sliding here too. They're, they're falling down the Eastern Conference standings uh, as they lose these games. But anything to add to, uh, to this one, Trey, with Towns dropping those threes and looking pretty special? The Timberwolves are good at losing this kind of game. Like when a star goes out and they're trying to, they're playing a close game, like you're saying, sometimes Carl Anthony Towns can just chill in a fourth quarter or in an overtime and I think it is strange seeing D'Angelo Russell take that many shots but still (laughs) Towns had a great fourth quarter and overtime he really did put the team on his back even if it wasn't for those last couple of possessions of uh, regulation but he was great in overtime I thought and I thought uh, Jaden McDaniels was a really solid player for uh, the Timberwolves as well last night 18 points on 14 shots great activity four steals he made a really nice uh, defensive play down the stretch in overtime Mm -hmm. as well so yeah, great stuff from the Timberwolves to be able to pull out this win. That's like a professional victory yes, right there, yes. which is something you're not seeing uh, from the Hornets. They're kind of in the Timberwolves spot from the past couple of years. You're playing close games. You got good talent. You're winning some of these games, but the close ones are tough. Yeah. Any notes on this one? Yeah, it definitely felt like a game the Wolves were going to lose. Um, but a uh, good one here leading into the break. Get that W, even though it felt like uh, the ugliest game on the schedule last night. It, just, it didn't feel very fulfilling watching these two teams play defense. The over-under total was 244.5. The, the scores thought this was going to be, or the line makers thought this was going to be like a 120-122 game. And it got there in, in overtime <laughs> uh, yeah. because there wasn't a ton of defense being played. And Anthony Edwards uh, went out in this game. And there were more shots to be had, so it would have been a different fourth quarter overtime. Uh, Anthony Edwards out. Uh, but he was celebrating after the game, so I, I assume he's all right. Uh, three other games on last night. Trey, got a note on each of these? You know it. Okay. But I got bad news. Yeah. These are all actually important games, yeah, I feel Yeah, like. I know, I know. And there was just a lot of good games on last yep. night. So here we go. The Suns got their sixth straight victory. They beat the Clips. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> worse. It's getting worse. Uh, Clippers 103-96. I said the Suns won. Yeah, <laughs> Suns were up six at half when I went to bed, and I thought to myself, I bet Chris Paul takes over in the fourth <laughs> quarter with a little help from Devin Booker. So I read the news today, oh boy. Here's the AP recap. In the span of about two minutes late in the fourth quarter, Chris Paul hit a three-pointer, found Devin Booker for a picturesque alley-oop slam, and made a difficult short jumper off the glass to push the Phoenix Suns up by four points. Just another ho-hum finish in winning time for arguably the NBA's best backcourt. You can watch the Suns without even having to watch the Suns. They're going to take care of business every single time in the fourth quarter. That's exactly what it was. Chris Paul was great. Devin Booker was great. They didn't even mention it here, but Chris Paul found Mikhail Bridges for a wide-open three to really ice this game Mm -hmm. uh, with uh, maybe less than two minutes uh, left in the fourth quarter. So great stuff from the Suns. They're just going to win every single game this year. Like, it's more of a shock. Sorry, buddy. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. uh, You never realize how much you say the word shock. Somebody's sitting there with a collar on their neck. But... Not a shock last night for the Suns, but definitely a shock for J.E. Skeets right now. Uh, no, 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 please no. Um, so the Suns now, now, my heart's like just going a mile uh, Suns are 47-10. and 10, Okay, mm-hmm. we got to keep saying this. They started the season 
One and three, mm-hmm. Lee. Mm-hmm. So do the math on that for me. That's one hell of a record over their last, you know, whatever. 46 and seven. <laughs> this guy's good, eh? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, just yeah, like, they're going to be a high 60s win team. They're going to be one of those teams that, uh, you know, you don't want to. You can't say they're going to be a 70 win team. That's it's a little no, too no, bonkers. No, they're not going to be that. Well, they'd have to be 23, <laughs> 23 and two uh, yeah. over the no, last. No, no. Because you can only you only need to win seventy. Not oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm right. I got you my math wrong. You should have stopped. I know. I know. You only need to win seventy yeah, to be yeah, a seventy yeah, win team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If I'm, you win seventy, you definitely seventy wins. <laughs> They'd have to go twenty three and two, uh, which would be tough after starting one and three. But uh, any any team that wins sixty six, sixty seven, sixty eight, they could. You know, you look at what they're doing uh, because they've yeah, they they could. Uh, but yeah, they're absolutely the one seed, and that's not being relinquished. Yeah. Tyus Jones scored 27. Yes. He helped lead the Grizzlies past the Pelicans 121-109. No John Morant. No John Morant. No problem. No Orleans win. Hmm. <laughs> Career high 27 points, 9 assists for Tyus Jones. He was really great filling in for Ja. I saw on Grizzlies Twitter, they call him Tyus Stones. Mm-hmm. Mm. Not a lot of ball-themed nicknames out there. Yeah, maybe he's a curling fan. <laughs> maybe he's that's what it is. Yeah, yeah he's a, where is he from? Apple Valley, Minnesota or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. Tyus Stones. That's cool. Tyus Bones Stones. I don't know. You don't hear ball-themed nicknames a lot. You don't see a Moochie Norris Afro very mm. often. Yeah. But Zaire Williams had one on, uh, had his hair out last night. Looked very cool. I love it. Question for me, though, is that he was born in 2000. And two? I think he's 2K2 birthday. So is this like a ludicrous reference for him? Like, who's the reference? Mm. Jared Allen? <laughs> it's like, I, I've looked up to Jared yeah. Allen for yeah. years. Yeah, it's got to be know, right? Yeah, because yeah. I tweeted about it. I tweeted about his hair yesterday. That's what I got back was Jared Allen. Jared Allen. Like Fro. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Nice. Uh, and then final game, Trey Young scored 41. I don't know, you know, I'm burying the, uh, the lead here. It's not the lead, but a good game uh, for the Hawks to hand... The Cavs, the 124-116 loss, so nice victory from Atlanta. Roller coaster season continues for the Hawks. I haven't seen ups and downs like this since Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Summers starred in television step-by-step from 1991 to 1998. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> Wait, can you expand on that? They, they went through some ups and downs, or is that the step-by-step? Well, step-by-step, <laughs> the, the intro is set at an amusement park. And the last scene of it is their family riding up and down on a roller coaster. Oh, I don't remember that. 1991 to 1998. What a, what a timely reference. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Zaire Williams saw that show. <laughs> no way. No, no way he knows. I honestly, I don't remember that show. You don't remember oh, that I, show? I remember it. I J- watched it. I don't remember the intro. but I JT definitely and Cody? Cody's mm. World? Or JT's World? One of the two? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. They always had that fake show. Yeah. Yeah, I watched that. Uh, anyways, 41 anyway. points, 9 assists for Trey Young last night. 25 for Danilo Gallinari. The Hawks had 5 players in double digits. Meanwhile, that was the most points the Cavs have allowed in a game since opening night. Mm-hmm. They've had a little rough patch here. Wow. I would recommend everybody go read the interview Chris Kirshner did with Clint Capella on The Athletic. You can subscribe at theathletic.com slash dunks. An incredible deal going on right now. He's basically talking about, we came into this season thinking we were going to be right back in the playoffs, and guess what? We have not been back in the playoffs because nobody plays defense except for me. It's basically what Clint Capella mm-hmm. said. He is being very candid about the problems with the Hawks this season. Seemed like he was happy to see the trade deadline end, and he's sticking around, so he's getting some things off his chest. But if they're going to have 
any sort of consistency, it's going to have to be on the defensive end. They didn't win with defense last night, but they're going to have to do it eventually. I don't know if uh, slotting Gallinari into the starting Mm. lineup for John Collins is the way to go about it, but they did all right last night to score that many points against a good Cavs defensive team. Pretty impressive. My favorite part about the Clint Capella article there where he was very candid. He said, we don't have defensive players like we did last year, like we had Solomon Hill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And Brandon Goodwin and Tony Snell. Is that the problem, that you don't have those types of guys? I mean, yeah, they definitely, they don't have that mentality, that killer mentality. But you can see with Trey Young in the second half, he he is that kind of guy. He's a fourth-quarter guy. He's a second-half season type of guy and a playoff type of guy. Yeah, coming off two losses, he turned it up. I wonder how disappointed they are slightly in that locker room that they didn't do anything at the trade deadline because they made the trade for Cam Reddish, traded Cam Reddish for a pick, thinking that'd be a prelude to something. It didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And I wonder how slightly they are a little disappointed. But, yeah, Cavs uh, need a little break, and they're the first team to have a break here at the trade oh, deadline. They're, they're uh, gameless yeah. gameless here on Wednesday and Thursday. Cool There's a lot of games bro. on tonight, too. So, mm. And then, uh, of course, there are some games on Thursday, yeah. so a little surprising. Okay, well, you said they're taking a break. Let's take our first break. When we come back, a little is isness. <laughs> you know it's coming, too, and you still can't get ready for it. We'll be right back. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training just in time for those warm summer days. Pool season's coming soon, so I've been hitting the weights with Peloton and my guy Adrian Williams trying to get my muscle on in order to expand my cannonball splash radius. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. It's easy to personalize your workout. Whether you'd like to add a 10-minute core session at the end of your strength class or take a 60-minute power zone ride to increase your endurance, Peloton classes are designed to help focus on your needs and goals. There are a variety of classes like boot camps, boxing, full body strength, or marathon training, all created to grow your skills or push you to improve in what you already excel in. And their expert coaches and nonstop vibes will push you to new levels of strength and endurance, keeping you on your toes while giving you the professional coaching you need. Shout out to Adriana Aditi, Andy, and Emma. I love you all so much. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Get your head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. All right, back with No Dunks here in the Classic Factory. If you're just joining us, I am wearing a dog shock collar because I am paying off one of my pick'em losses as JD oh, presses nice the button one. right there. Good timing. Uh, no idea when it's coming. Uh, it does hurt a little bit. Don't do this. Don't recommend you try this at home. Did you um, Did you try it at home with Luna? I want... No, we don't have one of these. Is that this cruel? Is dis- this is disgusting, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> JD's a monster in my eyes. I shouldn't say that right now. He's I've, got the I've used yeah. it once. Okay, good. On my dog. And, <laughs> so now uh... I'm tied with your dog? <laughs> Yeah, well, I've only actually you pressed the button on the dog once, and I just I I couldn't handle yeah. it. I felt bad. But so. you're loving this. Yeah. I mean, I'm not hating it. All. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, maybe uh, come check out the YouTube video today. Maybe we'll cut together a little compilation of me just going like this, basically. That, that was me doing it. That wasn't a real one. Uh, let's get to a little. Is this news? Yeah, is this news? Give you guys a headline. You can tell me whether or not it's newsworthy. First one from The Athletic. 
a fine website. You should get yourself a subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. It reads, James Harden says Sixers are perfect fit. Quote, Philly was my first choice. Tass, is this news? The Athletic is a fine website, but I would say this is not news whatsoever. I guess what James Harden is saying is when he was traded 13 months ago from Houston, there were a couple deals on the table for the Rockets, Nets, and and obviously the Sixers, and Tillman Fertitta said, no way. As the Rockets owner said, no way. We're not trading him to Daryl Morey and the Philadelphia 76ers. We're trading him to the Nets. I suppose that could be true. That definitely could mm-hmm. be true, but I'm not believing anything James Harden is saying right now. I, I'm just I'm just not. Yesterday, uh, he said, as part of his press conference, I'm in a place where I can be the best James Harden I can be on the court. So why, did, why was uh, Brooklyn even an option then? I mean, why was it an option? I, I know I'm, I'm digging into his words here, but I guess he just regrets playing with Kevin Durant. Like, he wants to be, if he wanted to be the best version of himself, why didn't he just say, I'm only going to Philly? So, so Houston just chose uh, this offer, uh, the, the Nets offer. Anyways, I, you know, I'm digging into words. Who knows? Uh, he said also, I knew for a very long time this was a perfect fit again. He wanted to go somewhere where that wasn't perfect. I mean, if he knew for a long time, I'm, I suspect. Uh, long is longer than 13 months that he knew from before he was dealt that this was the perfect fit for him but he chose not to because he said Brooklyn was better I just I'm just not buying anything especially with how fishy it is uh, the way he's come to Philadelphia he's declared he's not playing this week and then he goes into practice and he's doing step backs the bot is feeling fine. It's clear. He says to Doc Rivers, I want to play with the second unit. I want to play the third unit in practice. <laughs> but uh, very Jimmy Butler-esque mm. <laughs> connection to Philly there. Uh, but I'm not playing this week, so we're going to get slashed by the Celtics last night. And he said after the break, it's go time. So, you know, he can do what he wants with his bod. Uh, he obviously knows uh, when to turn it on, and, and the Sixers are going to be a heck of a lot better uh, come the second half when he's playing. But I'm just I'm just not buying anything. Mm. So no news. Sorry, the athletic. What, what were your biggest takeaways from not only Harden's but maybe even Ben Simmons' press conferences yesterday? Well, a lot. Uh, Daryl Morey wanted to reinforce and let everyone know it was Rich Paul and Ben Simmons who demanded the trade. He mentioned that a few times when they came to us and said he wanted a different situation. So it wasn't like they were trying to push him out. That was one thing. Uh, for the Ben Simmons stuff, I mean, look, he spoke fairly comfortably up there look he looked like he was ready for a new situation but the key takeaway from me there was the last question someone said have you been working on your free throws that's the sort of one of the big reasons why we got to where we are right now he said every day every day so I'm excited to see now because right. Ben Simmons statistically hasn't improved throughout his career. He's basically flatlined from his first season. So I want to, I hopefully now will see some improvement in some areas of his game because it's not just the shooting and scoring; it's the rebounds and the assists and the defense as well. Defense, second runner-ups, defensive player of the year last year. We know he can play defense. So do we see now that in these last eight months that he has been working on his game? Are we going to see an improvement there? Um, so I, I that was an interesting thing. And then James Harden. Uh, there was talk where he was asked a question. He said, I, I want to play with guys who are committed to winning. We'll do everything they want to win. Yeah. And people are saying, well, you had Kevin Durant. It's got nothing to do with Kevin exactly. Durant. It's got it's, everything to do with Kyrie Irving not getting the vaccination. He said, he, he said him and Kyrie are friends still. Yeah. But that's basically what he was saying is Kyrie's not committed to winning and I didn't want to be there. So, mm. uh, look, they both got what they wanted. Everyone got what they wanted. I just can't wait to, uh, to see it happen. And he was asked, are you going to be playing in Philadelphia March 10? I hope so, he said. Yeah. I hope so. Ben Simmons, yeah. Uh, any takeaways, Trey? Uh, just that 
people be lying at press conferences. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the time to lie. You got to butter up the fans. You got to say, of course, I'm excited to be here. But I also kind of am with Tass here where I do think it's true that uh, James Harden wanted to be in Philadelphia. But the, you know, the the chance of winning a championship presented itself with the Nets. And surely the Rockets were like, we don't want Ben Simmons. We would rather make all of these picks on our own. So he didn't really have a choice there. It kind of is similar to me to Jimmy Butler going to Philadelphia from Minnesota because they had a chance to win the championship and they wanted Jimmy Butler there to try and go as far as they possibly could. But Jimmy Butler really wanted to be in Miami since before he even got traded to Minnesota. Right. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it just takes a while to work your way there with uh, other transactions and stuff. But I would be encouraged if I were a fan of the Nets and the Sixers because both of those guys looked happy. Ben Simmons yep. looked happy. James Harden looked happy. That has not been the case for Simmons for months, for James Harden for a month. So <laughs> whenever they're both healthy, which will be after the uh, the All-Star break, they're going to be back playing on the court, looking like a couple of the best teams out there. Any update on us flying to Philadelphia for that return? TBD. Oh, okay. All right. Nice. Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> next headline from Silver Screen and Roll. Lakers reportedly turned down John Wall, Christian Wood trade because of increased luxury tax. So some some more to this reported deal. Christian Wood's name being added. Is this news, Trey? Yeah, I had a couple of reactions to this one. The first one, I didn't know the Lakers were straight up broke boys. <laughs> but that's how it's turning out here. They passed on bringing back Alex Caruso due to concerns about the luxury tax. And now they're basically passing on adding Christian Wood since the Westbrook and John Wall contracts basically wash each other out. Honestly, fair enough not wanting to just make a deal to make a deal saying, we got our team here. Y'all convinced me that this team was going to be good. Now let's see this team be good. Mm -hmm. That being said, they could have added youth for adding money, which is the crazy thing to me is the second reaction. Have the Lakers given up on this season? Mm Because that's kind of what this says to me. Jeannie Buss is on record last year saying, the luxury tax is for teams that have championship aspirations. So the Lakers passed on adding to their luxury tax. Do they not have championship aspirations? They shouldn't for this season. (laughs) It's not going to be close. So this is probably the smart thing to do. Just not what you expect from the Lakers. I, I expect uh, Stephen A. Smith to be on television today calling this uh, a basketball abomination. You know, that type of <laughs> those type of words coming out of his mouth, because that's what it is. The Lakers could have got Christian Wood, a 26 year old center to be their guy for the future. I mean, to be to be alongside he would be their third best player automatically yeah. because they don't have money yeah. uh, that, that uh, they're going to be making tons of money off this new Showtime, what is it called? Showtime, what is it called? I mean, it's gonna, called Winning Time, actually. Winning Time, yeah. yeah the, the name, it doesn't really fly with me. But anyways, it's going to be great. I can't wait to watch that. But the, the ESPN, the original report here is that it would have been Westbrook, Taylor Horton Tucker, and a 2027 first-round pick for John Wall and Christian Wood. That's what McManaman and Winhurst said. I wouldn't have liked to trade Westbrook straight up for John Wall because why do you want to restart with that? But if you get Christian Wood alongside right. that to play with LeBron and AD for these years, Wood is having a great year. I mean, the numbers are good. Obviously, he's flying under the radar in Houston, but 17 and 10, and he can shoot from three. He's shooting 37% at 26 years old. This is wrong. This is is a mistake if they had this on the table. Now, Shams is reporting that they're interested in Tristan Thompson in Los Angeles. Yes. What? That's. I know he's LeBron's buddy, but that's a downgrade to go from Christian Wood to, to Tristan Thompson, who's at the end of his career. The Lakers can never complain about having to pay out money. They're worth more than like anyone else in the whole world. So they've got they can go to the luxury tax if you would need to go and compete. Especially when you got LeBron at thirty seven. I mean, it's not like all right, we're building for a couple of yeah. years down the down yeah. the road here. Go for it. 
who cares? You've got the money. Uh, that would have been a, if if they turn that down. I think that is a terrible decision by the Lakers because maybe Christian Wood is playing a bit above his weight, right, uh, punching above his weight right now out there in Houston. But he is younger. He can spread the floor. He's way better than DeAndre Jordan or, or Dwight Howard they've got right now as well. So you get a little piece back, a young piece that you hang on to and you get rid of the uh, Russell Westbrook contract. Sure, you get the John Wall in return, but the Russell Westbrook hasn't worked out. Maybe John Wall will. Maybe it won't. But I think you know what you're getting with Westbrook. I, I'd, I'd be... I'm just amazed that they didn't make this move right. if, it, if it was there. And by the way, I mean, I gave credit to Silver Screen and Roll, but this news was coming from Ramona Shelburne and Dave McMenamin, I believe on the Windhorse podcast, they were talking about this. I mean, they're very plugged in, of course, when it comes to the Lakers. And then, like you said, Sean sort of backing this up. So this is this is probably some legitimacy to this, um, which is pretty wild if that's what the Lakers were doing here and yeah. saying, saying no. We're, Be- because the we're Rockets were rumored to wanting picks, obviously, yeah. and unloading Christian Wood because, yeah, maybe they've had some locker room problems. The whole Kevin Porter Jr. and Christian Wood thing. That being said, LeBron loves taking guys that are extremely talented and maybe haven't worked out in other stops, J.R. Smith, etc., and fly, taking him under his wing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would have been great. And John Wall wants to play basketball. You know, the John Wall thing is, is risky because yeah. he hasn't played in so long. But the Russell Westbrook thing has not been all that fruitful. It'd be fascinating to see how the Lakers like attack these final twenty-five games. Like you're saying, like it really comes down to has LeBron sort of like mentally checked out on the yep. season. You know, will he sort of wave the white flag a little bit, uh, or does he still believe? You know, they obviously can go win this whole thing when him and AD are, AD are playing. We'll, we'll find out. Uh, our next headline here from the Associated Press: TNT's Inside the NBA crew will do an alternate broadcast during the All Star game. Let me tell you what that means, Lee, okay? Turner Sports is bringing the mega cast concept to Sunday's NBA All-Star Game, okay? Two telecasts covering the event, one on TNT, the normal one, so to speak, and then one on TBS, this one, which is the Inside the NBA crew. It's Ernie, it's Shaq, it's, Ch- it's Chuck. Shock. <laughs> it's Shock. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal and Kenny Smith. Uh, they'll call it on TBS in what basically is like an all-access, um, something that resembles ESPN2's Manning cast. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that with uh, Peyton and Eli Manning. So Draymond Green's going to join in. They're going to have a bunch of guests. Is this news? Or do you like this concept at least? I think I saw this on NBA TV around seven years ago in the opening night of the season. Chicago and Cleveland had an alter- alternative broadcast on NBA overtime. It was these four guys just oh, sitting yeah? around chatting and they started dancing and doing all sorts of crazy stuff at halftime. Don't know what happened to them. But, uh, I heard they got cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? I don't know what they're up to these days. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, they've got to try these things because uh, inside the NBA is still the best uh, basketball show out there. So why not have these guys? We saw the draft last week there. Chuck with his zingers there you know mm-hmm. they'll just be making fun of everybody and having some jokes I think it's uh, I think it's worth doing I mean may as well try it and see how it goes but uh, isn't this what Danny and Nate do every uh, once a week as well, well they do it on League Pass games yeah, 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 yeah. So they so have, there's there's a lot of different streams you can pick now <laughs> yeah, on League Pass yeah. I wouldn't say this is exactly like that uh, Dan, no Danny and Nate is the Manning cast I'd say <laughs> oh, is it? it's exactly <laughs> the same um, no, why don't they just lead with that we're doing the Manning cast because they should what is this <laughs> you, Man- you have to get a Manning on the Manning cast. Well, who cares? Danny, call him up. <laughs> yeah, good point. Danny, man. What? Got me. You got that me. That would be very funny. Get Danny on the Manning cast. Will you be watching TBS yeah. or TNT on Sunday during the big game? TBS, baby. You will be. Yeah. Okay. This is what we've been, I think we've been talking about this forever. Like, have Barkley on the call. Have yeah. Ernie and Barkley yeah. and Shaq and, and Draymond Green and Kenny Smith on the call. 
Yeah, they've uh, they called a game a long time ago at this point now. Remember that? It was like play it back, baby. Yeah, they do it every once. <laughs> they do it once in every while. Yeah, um, but yeah, it should, it's it's on another. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. Yeah, I just a, hope Chuck forgets he's on camera at some point and uh, <laughs> becomes the real Chuck that we saw behind the scenes there. Dropping some F-bombs, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah no, that's how this is good, as if uh, everybody that is doing the commentary doesn't know they're on camera and mm-hmm. they'll actually talk about stuff. Yeah. That's, the, that's the crazy thing about the All-Star Draft. For whatever reason, that's like the one time that all the ex-players and current players are honest about everybody else and having jokes with each other. Because every other broadcast, they're going to say nice things because they're all in the brotherhood together. Yeah, yeah. And that is boring to me, if that's what we get from the fake Manning cast here. But if they're all able to kind of catch up, capture that same vibe from the All-Star draft, then it'll be great. But if it's all like, oh, I'm really, I'm really loving the opportunity for this guy, then, <laughs> then it's no different than just hearing a broadcast. I think the idea, too, is they will have a lot of uh, top 75 players of all time sort of probably coming by the set, throwing on the headset and commenting on the game or whatever. I would assume that will happen with everybody uh, in attendance. All right, let's hear from everybody with the stream team with that one. Final one here. It's not really a a headline from a website, but I saw Taylor Rooks tweet it, and I want to ask you guys your opinion on it. Trey and I already talked about it on the Top Shot Hot Boys, but Jalen Green is apparently collaborating with NBA Top Shot for the dunk contest. NFTs in the mix, mix. to quote Taylor. Um, Trey, is this news to you? Sure. Sure, this is news to me because we're getting a little bit of a taste of what's going to go down at the dunk contest. NFTs are in the mix. Mm. What does it mean? <laughs> we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But I want that moment. Honestly, skates, like I said yesterday, I'm nervous when technology enters the dunk contest. Yep. Aaron Gordon with the drone. I posted today on Twitter the Harrison Barnes PlayStation dunk where he missed the first two, had to do a two-hander, and then the one that they uploaded to PlayStation had a one-hander. Oh, oh it was oh, so... Oh, I watched that clip you tweeted out this morning. I was like, it's this bad, is baby. so bad. <laughs> Paul George with the lights, turned him off. Great dunk. Couldn't see what he's doing. Blake Griffin with the car. Everybody said he jumped over the short part of the car. As soon as you bring technology into it, mm-hmm. everybody cares about the tech and not the dunk. Mm. You have to nail it the first time. It has to work perfectly, yeah, yeah. and that's asking a lot. For whatever he's going to, we be don't even doing. know what it means. Yeah, yeah. he's probably going to wear a camera on his head, and then that will be <laughs> turned I, into the top yeah, shot moment. Yeah, put it probably. in, put it in the in the clip or whatever. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, or maybe he narrates it like you yeah, said. Who yeah, knows? Yeah. There's a million possibilities. Um, but let's get Lee's take on this. What do you think? Uh, Jalen Green, NFTs, Top Shot, Dunk Contest, go. I, I just don't <laughs> quite know what it means until I see it. That's the problem. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. I, I, don't the re- mix. I don't remember the Harrison Barnes one at all. When, when did that happen? Oh, it is. Did you watch the clip that Trey no. tweeted? It's 2014? 2014. Yeah, is it? Harrison Barnes. It's a Barnes weird Dunk Contest. On the Warriors. <clears throat> he appears to just put like a device in his pocket. He's got pockets. <laughs> wow. Yep. In his NBA short. That's a weird part. <laughs> Uh, he puts this device, and then, like Trey said, he's supposed to do the dunk, and then, like, hey, let's go to the big board and see this in oh, 2K version. Okay. Yeah. And they had already made that, of course. Yeah. It wasn't like they were making it in real time. Because he botched the dunks a couple times, he changed it up, and then yeah. it, like it looked nothing like it. It was, rid- it was horrible. It yeah, was very, I mean, the bad. drone idea with Aaron Gorn a few well, years yeah, sounded yeah. great, didn't work. Yeah. So I'm a little skeptical that this will come off, but again, I'm not you know, quite yeah. sure exactly what it is, so... Uh, well, don't worry. Nobody does. <laughs> nobody, nobody, nobody does. Nobody does. <laughs> we'll I'm, glad, I'm glad you guys have, have claimed that you don't know either. Because yeah. You know, yeah, it just could mess up. That's that's all we know, right? <laughs> they're non-fudgeable tokens, not non-fudgeable technology. You know, they could uh, there could be some funging. 
good luck. Good luck, everybody. Uh, I hope he doesn't funge this up. Yeah. <laughs> could be bad. All right. Well, that is uh, Saturday night. A uh, great reminder that we will be here at this table watching. Uh, <laughs> woo! I'm pumped. I'm oh, just yeah, pumped. man. I'm just <laughs> excited. Me too. I can't wait. Let's get Danny Manning on Saturday night. Uh, Saturday what night, hell, we'll man? be doing a live watch party. From 8 till the end, uh, watching the skills challenge and the three-point contest and the dunk contest, uh, you had a good idea that we should do some drafting mm-hmm, we, for yeah. the participants. Are we going to do that like live like on the watch party? Absolutely. Okay. We'll each pick a couple dunkers. Okay. Uh, one dunker each, sorry, and a, and a couple three-point three shooters? shooters each. Oh, yeah. not touching the skills challenge? <laughs> oh, yeah, no, we can. Oh, okay. They need one more team. They do. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Okay, anyway, so live watch party Saturday night. Subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube, and uh, we're going to have a blast uh, come Saturday. Okay, we're going to take our final break. When we come back, JD's got tweet of the night. We got pick em results, and I will eventually take this damn dog shot collar. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. I gotta get something off my chest. Nothing drives me crazier than sending a message to a group chat and getting no response. That's why I'm a big emoji responder. Love a hang loose hand or a salute, but man, it hurts when you send a message and get nothing back. Ouch! We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Therapy isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash NoDunks. This episode of NoDunks is brought to you by BetterHelp. Okay, before we get to Tweet of the Night, uh, we had a poll up in the stream team, TK, and it was very simple. What's your 50 food? Are you team 50 piece? Are you team 50 burger? What are the results? 76% of people say it's got to be 50 piece. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. But we also have a lot of people saying, can you order a 50 piece nugget? I don't know if you can. You can order 50 wings at a Hooters. I saw a guy named Eric (laughs) Gwilt do it once. Wow. (laughs) He ate them all in one night by himself. Incredible stuff. Wow. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Is this guy Cam? (laughs) (laughs) The only other man I could believe that could do it. You can order two 20 pieces and a 10 piece if you need 50 Mm. nuggets, which we'll be doing Saturday. (laughs) So so when Giannis went through the drive-thru after winning the finals, had scored 50, and made it very clear, not 49, not 51, I want 50, I want the 50 piece. Do you think it came in one container or did they do what you're saying? Multiples. Was it, yeah, was it maybe five tens or whatever? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Did we ever get the answer to that? I, wow. I, don't know. I mean, they wouldn't have a 50 piece, I wouldn't think, would they? Why not? They do like, uh, they do like um, platters and stuff like that for lunches maybe, and yeah. stuff. <laughs> I think it, I think you can go say give me fifty nuggets and I think they give it to you in one. I doubt it. Right. I highly doubt it because they don't have pre-printed boxes for fifty pieces. <laughs> oh, come on, they have, they have, yeah. But what size? You don't what think size they have the fabric? size on well, hand? They yeah. didn't go to Restaurant Depot and get a, a box big enough for a fifty piece. They went. Tw- <laughs> they got twenty, twenty, ten. 
I'm, I'm looking at the menu here. Here's what I'm seeing. At Chick <laughs> this is only okay. Chick fil A well, report. That's where he went. <laughs> yeah. Five piece, eight piece, 12 piece, 30 piece, hmm. and a 30 piece heart shaped tray, which I imagine is <laughs> February specific. Um, but honestly, oh. when it comes to ordering nuggets, you're only limited by the scope of your imagination. That's true. Yeah, you can jam 50 nuggets into a 30 piece box, I think. Yeah. Mm. You have to do some math there. You can go 30, 12, 8. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's tough. I'll go 30 and four fives. Uh, this guy's crazy. By the way, apparently we've uh, used all like, the electricity in my shot call. Ah! <laughs> As uh, one of our lights went out. Man, we're yeah. just falling apart here today. Just pissed off, JD. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Woo! Okay, we're almost done. Thank God. JD, let's get to Tweet of the Night. Tweet of the night. Wow. Twitter. Tweet of the night, yes. It's a follow-up, actually, from yesterday's tweet of the night from uh, Iman from the Dishes and Dimes podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, just a reminder, uh, she was complaining about how ugly the Pelicans court is. And uh, we took a... Uh, let me grab that picture here. This is This is how it looks. And basically... It has no paint. Like, there's no paint in the paint, and that was her main complaint. So uh, we got a response from Jester's NFT and said, <laughs> oh. fixed it for you. <laughs> NFT, back in our life. Yeah, hello. Nice Jester there, Jester. <laughs> <laughs> that looks good. This looks great. Yeah. I mean, and you still have the kind of weird watermark yeah. um, pelican, pelican there, yeah. Yeah. which I kind of, I've always liked that kind of the idea of it but it it's not very well executed as uh, Amon pointed out mm -hmm. and Amon re responded to this that's actually a fire court yeah. so she likes it we like it uh, so yeah maybe we should who do we know at uh, Pelicans is it uh, Joel Myers Joel Myers <laughs> Joel Myers yeah. oh he's not gonna like this show yeah uh, well, I said that to uh, Dave Griffin too. We got Dave. Oh, we got Dave. Dave. Yeah, yeah. No, Dave. of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, at the very least, we should make that uh, new court an NFT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fungit. Fungit. Yeah, for sure. PYP, uh, paint your paint. That's right. Uh, good stuff. Pick them results. Last night's game was Celtics Sixers. Boston was favored by one and a half on the road. This is brought to you by BetMGM. Tass, the only one to take Boston, took the Bean Temple Boys. <laughs> 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 and uh, got the victory. So you're three and eight. You're still in this. You're you're within striking distance of Trey, who lost because he had the Sixers. He's five and six. And then uh, Lee and I taking a rare L here. Um, we're eight and three. So what's tonight's game? There are a lot to pick from. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure here. I see that uh, shot collar on you. I've lost two months in a row. <laughs> oh yeah, you owe some payoffs for yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I lose. I could be losing three months in a row. Is that three shot collars on my neck? <laughs> <laughs> God help your, me. One on your neck. Uh huh. One on your Wrist. stomach. And one okay. on your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can put that one on yourself, that one there, too. That's <laughs> Can't wait. I have been manscaped. All good. Um, anyways, not an ad. Uh, I, uh, I like this line here of the uh, Jazz at the Lakers. I do believe the Lakers uh, will go into the trade deadline with a, a fight. Wow. I'm betting on uh, the team that's not playing well here, uh, but I'm betting on an idea, an idea that they're going to go into the – so uh, they have pl they're plus four and a half. They can lose by four or less to the Utah Jazz. Trey and Lee like the Jazz playing well. Mm -hmm. Their boys are back, everybody healthy, mostly healthy, and uh, skeets myself. Yeah, All Taking right. the Lakers, plus four and a half. 
Looks, says the Lakers. We got points to following. play with. We got points to play yes. with. Yes. Yes. You want to yeah. yeah. hope for a 26 and 31 Los Angeles Lakers. Still feels a little bit weird. Crazy. All right. Well, good luck to everybody. That's it for us. Thank God. Let's get out of here. Email in your questions, though, to nodunks at theathletic.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok it's at coming. No Dunks Inc. <laughs> Grab yourself an athletic subscription. Go to theathletic.com slash no dunks. There it is, JD. Nice. Did you keep track, JD? How many times you shocked me? Uh, no, I, no, no? I, I didn't. Uh, yeah. That's all right. I've got, count them up after the show. Yeah, I think we're up to uh, 12 or 13. Let's okay. See. Let's see if John Shockman's in the chat. <laughs> Maybe he's keeping Nice track. to get one of my payoffs out of here, though. I'm down to one. I still nice. owe one, unbelievably. So uh, we'll pay that off sometime soon. <laughs> Guys, back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern, live here on YouTube. Please, if you haven't already, subscribe to No Dunks on YouTube and uh, like the video and share it with your friends. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Until then, Clipper Bros. Hold on. He wants to get one more shot. Hold on. <laughs> what was that? I'm waiting for fucking clipper ropes. Here it comes. You heard it first. <laughs> Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Uh, has gone off. This place is falling <laughs> apart. <laughs> I like how skis. Thanks today, people. <laughs>